This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Since the pre-lockdown closure of its four physical campuses in Cape Town, Johannesburg, Pretoria and Durban, SACAP, which is known as the South African College of Applied Psychology, has now migrated all teaching and learning to its well-established online platform. Although SACAP never experienced any actual cases of COVID-19 on its campuses, the decision was taken to spend face-to-face classes, work integrated learning, and internships in the interest of joining the country's efforts to flatten the curve. Lance Katz, the CEO of SACAP, has joined us today on the Good Things Guy Jackpot just to chat about how this virus has changed the way we see the world and how they've evolved their learning to online so that students can still continue learning and not just sit back and play PlayStation over this time. Lance, great to have you on the show. Thanks, Brent. Great to be with you. Obviously, a lot's changed in the last couple of weeks. The world is facing this unprecedented time where almost 2.5 billion people around the world are in some form of lockdown or self-isolation. From SACAP's point of view, like the rest of the globe, this is almost something that we could have never have planned for. Absolutely. It's a scenario that we never would have conceived of. And yet, I think like all South Africans and like all global citizens, we're having to respond to this new scenario, take on the new reality and do what we can to move things forward. And Lance, as I said in the, in the opening, you as a college across all your campuses decided to move onto online quite quickly before the lockdown had even taken place in South Africa. Correct. The moment the state president announced that um, he was going to be closing schools and universities as of the Wednesday, we made the decision that Sunday night that we would not open our physical campuses first thing Monday morning. And we immediately got on all our communication platforms to our students and educators to tell them that the campuses were closed with immediate effect. We had actually seen this coming because we had seen what was going on globally and that countries like uh, Italy, Spain, etc. were implementing lockdowns. And so we were already in the process of preparing to move all of our students to an online scenario should that play out. And the moment the state president made his first announcement about national disaster, we decided that that was the point to to move into action and to not just plan the solution, but start to implement it. It all sounds great on paper, but the reality in South Africa is that not everybody has access to Wi-Fi or access to data. How did you guys approach that subject? Correct. That was the big decision. You know, we had already learning with us about 600 students studying online, but another 1,500 that were on campus. And not all of our students are from the same kind of socioeconomic background. Some of them may have home data, some may not. Access to internet, access to devices, and so on and so forth is varied across the student population. And so we couldn't make an assumption that everyone would be able to just at the flick of a switch, move across into the online space. We also had to be mindful of the fact that different learners learn in different ways and that students that had chosen to study on campus rather than online um, had a preference for a higher level of contact with their educator and fellow students in real time. So we designed a solution, a teaching and learning solution, which is much more data intensive, 
but that then puts far greater onus on us coming up with the data solution for our students. One of the things we did quite early on is we, we immediately polled our students to get a sense of what sort of devices they had, what access to data they had, and so on and so forth. And what we found is that 98% of our students had smartphones of one form or another. And we realized that in the short term, that may be a good solution to, to push data directly to their smartphones and enable them to access the internet and therefore our online solution through that means. But we still had to find how we were going to exactly push this data, where we're going to give money to students to go out and buy data on their own. This was pre-lockdown. Well, you know, what were we going to do? And then, and then lockdown came at us very, very quickly while we were putting the whole solution together. And fortunately, we came across a company, SimControl, that enabled us to, to push data to our students as long as we had accurate information about their SIM card numbers and their networks. That is absolutely incredible. And I think it is times like these where we will find South Africans, businesses, colleges, all thinking out of the box so that we can continue to function as, I want to say normal, although it's as normal as possible during this time. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things we debated internally was whether students were better off continuing with studying or putting their studies on hold during the lockdown. And we had quite a lot of discussion around that as an executive team. We actually set up a special COVID-19 work group as well. And uh, we debated this quite rigorously. And in the end, we decided that the best thing for our students, particularly in lockdown, was actually to enable them to continue with their learning. And that view has been strongly endorsed by the student feedback themselves. I mean, we've had a number of our students coming back to us saying, you know, how appreciative they are of the fact that we've enabled them to continue with teaching and learning in spite of the abnormal circumstances that they find themselves in. And actually, it's helping them contain themselves because to be in lockdown with nothing to do, frustrated that uh, all your learning plans have kind of been put on hold, can actually make the situation a lot worse. So it's actually helping our students get on with their studies. It's helping them manage through lockdown too. I mean, I can relate. So for me, Good Things Guy has never been busier. At this time, disseminating the good news to South Africa, we have never been busier. And that means that working from home and being in lockdown, I'm not that affected because I'm so busy with work that uh, I don't actually realize how much time is in a day. And I think it gives me purpose, which would give your students purpose as well. Have your teachers taken to this online learning quite quickly? Was it difficult for them to get into that headspace or has it been a, an easy evolution? So we have approximately 100 different educators across our institution. Many of those had had exposure teaching in the online environment already because of our online campus. Those that had only had exposure to teaching in a physical contact face-to-face -face environment actually were very excited about the opportunity to acquire new skills. And during the two weeks that we were preparing to move all of our students uh, into the online space, we did a number of training workshops for our educators. We gave them extra resources. We had webinars for them to upskill them and so on and so forth. So we really prepared our educators well for the environment. And I must say, they've taken to it like a duck to water. Absolutely incredible. Lance, I need to ask, obviously, because you are a College of Applied Psychology and mental health is incredibly important during this time. Is there any sort of advice that you can give South Africans as to, uh, to keep themselves sane or how to not lose sight of the fact that hope is at the end of this, um, end of this COVID-19? 
Brilliant. Yeah, they normally keep me away from the psychology stuff because I'm the business guy. But, um, but I, I can share a few thoughts based on my own experience and also based on what I'm seeing going on in the country. I, I, I think situations like this, and South Africans particularly, we, we rise to the occasion. And it's, it's amazing how all South Africans are pulling together in the same direction, coming up with innovations, doing their bit, helping in the national effort to, to move the country forward in exceptionally trying circumstances. And I think that is a message of hope. And that, that should really be uh, the underpinning of everybody's core psychological orientation at the moment is that there is hope. We're part of a great country. We've got great people in this country and we're all working together for the same thing, which is to, to make our country get through this as best as possible and to keep it moving forward. So I think that's one of the, the key things is a sense of mission and purpose, even in just staying at home in being part of the lockdown effort. That is a contribution to our country in and of itself. Obviously, there are strategies that I've employed at home to, to help me keep sane. I think the, the one thing is just keeping busy, keeping a normal routine as far as possible. Um, you and I spoke just before the interview started about exercise. You know, I've been running around my garden. It's very small, but still getting exercise in every day as I normally do uh, if I could get out. You know, making a personal workspace keeping regular times, making sure you continue with family meals and having those conversations with family members to find out how they're doing and staying connected with friends and family, not only at home, but uh, spread out as we are. Staying connected, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. And then I guess keeping a sense of humor. You know, there's a lot of depressing stuff out there about COVID-19, but there's also some hilarious things that are being uh, circulated on WhatsApp and other social media. And I encourage people to do both, you know, keep informed, read the serious stuff, but don't get too bogged down in the serious stuff and make sure that you keep things light as well and, and, and look at the funny side of this and uh, keep a sense of humor. I think that's a, that's a big part of it too. I have no idea why they keep you away from the psychological side because you just made me feel very hopeful and positive about the country. So thank you for that. <laughs> Um, if anybody wants more information about SACAP, maybe getting involved or getting onto a campus, I know that this lockdown is not going to happen forever. You are going to be reopening um, the campuses at some point. And I'm sure that there are people that would like to either study online or offline and be part of the psychology route. So where can they go for more information? So obviously visit our website, uh, www.sacap.edu.za. All of our contact details are on the website and uh, you can get hold of us quite easily. We are looking, you know, we have an intake in term two, which is also affected by the lockdown at the moment. What we're doing is encouraging students that have an ambition to study and start their studies mid-year to maybe consider a transitioning environment where they start online and then move to on-campus studies. Or if you've got an appetite for online, that's continuing as normal. So our online campus has been largely unaffected by lockdown, although the individuals studying with us online have certainly been affected by it. So there are many ways to continue one's studies and to fulfill one's studies ambition. And long term, uh, mental health is the key part of what's going to make South Africa a successful country. And we need as many people to be passionate about this space, to be studying and upskilling themselves for that purpose. Thank you very much for joining on the Good Things Guy Jackpot. And I believe that out of this will be some positive growth. When we go back to what is our normal, it won't be the same, but I'm sure that our resilience will make it much better. Thank you very much for joining me, Lance. Pleasure, Brent. Thank you. 
I'm Brendan DeCue, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.